Welcome to the Link Podcast. This is Marlene. On today's show, Sean is back and uh, we've got an update. We uh, got our COVID vaccines about two weeks ago. Yes, we got our first round of uh, COVID-19 vaccinations. Very excited about it. Yeah, we got the uh, Moderna vaccine and uh, we just wanted to talk about our experience. So uh, let's get started. So about a couple months ago, back in January, um, I was told by the management of attendant care, we need to fill out, I need to fill out forms because the vaccines were on their way. I guess in the episode that you and I did discussing like our experiences with COVID, uh, we mentioned it then too. But uh, so this is back in January when I was told that uh, they were on the way. Then in February, the PSWs, the personal support workers um, who assist me, got their vaccines. They got their first round of Pfizer vaccines. Yes, they got the Pfizer vaccines. Um, And from what I was told, they all, basically the majority of them, if not all of them, I think the way it worked was a bunch of personal support workers who qualified at the time. Um, yeah. Who basically work in supportive housing um, were put on a list and they were designated to a couple of different um, hospitals and they received their first round. And that was, I think the last week of February is when they went. And so um, after that, like I started to feel a little safer, but we still hadn't gotten our vaccines, even though we had filled out our forms back in January. Then in March, I guess it was towards the end of March, we were told again to fill out forms because we they were told that the vaccines were coming again. Yeah, and that was, I think that was the third or fourth week of March. Yeah, uh, I want to say that was the third week of March. Initially, we weren't sure um, if Sean would be allowed to get the vaccine because he is not a client. They know him. They know that he's here. Um, And the management actually was really great. And they sort of tried to advocate uh, management and also some staff, I believe, um, to ensure uh, that Sean got the vaccine um, because they realized like you have a disability as well. You, you you know, and they just want to decrease the chances of, the spread. They want to decrease risk. They want to decrease exposure from other people and back and forth. And, and they did a very good job of advocating for myself and a few other people yeah. who have partners or other family who assist them on a regular basis. Yes. Sean filled out the forms as well. And uh, we found out the majority of the clients here received the vaccine. Some of them actually got it bit before us because they actually ended up filling out um, or going to the pharma- a pharmacy to get the, I think they ended up getting, because they were of age, um, to get the AstraZeneca vaccine. So they went, I want to say, two or three weeks before we got ours. And, um, and this was only maybe a couple of people who did this. And then I know a few others... Also, there there's like a, if you have a disability, I think is the way it works, 
you call you can call a number. Yes. And um they put you they prioritize you. And I didn't know about this actually until basically ended up being the same day I was told that the vaccines were like coming. Um so I didn't even bother calling this um it was with um University Health Network. Yeah, University Health Network at the um the Mars the um, Mars building. building. Yeah. So I was told actually by one of the staff that a couple of clients were doing this and that uh, you could basically contact them and contact university health network and let them know that you're disabled and they would give you the vaccine. But at that point I knew that the vaccines were on its way. And so I didn't bother even looking into it because we were told that day we actually were given a date that day that it was coming Within, I think at that point, a week, not even. And yeah, less than so, a week, I think. Yeah, so, um, I was like, you know, why bother? Um, when it's gonna, the vaccines were coming to the building, I wouldn't have to go to, you know, a hospital or anything like that to get it. Um, so I just opted to wait the, you know, week or whatever it was. So, so the, we ended up getting the Moderna. Um, vaccines, and, uh, because as I don't know if you guys know, but they're more portable than, uh, Pfizer. Yes. The Moderna vaccines don't require the extreme freezing cold temperatures, temperatures yeah. that the Pfizer vaccine seems to need. So, um, manage the management, the attendant care management were actually very, um, good about, like, they wanted to ensure that, you know, they knew the exact number of how many people were getting the vaccine just so that there was no waste so that everybody who wanted the vaccine could get it. So I remember, like, I think I talked to management like two or three times to confirm, you know, that I was getting it and that Sean would get it. So, and which I understand, like they wanted, they, cause the last thing you want right now is to waste doses of, doses vaccine. of vaccines when, you know, people are, waiting and you know it's we ended up um but the day that the um vaccines came that yep. should be a book um to mm-hmm. a children's book um to <laughs> the, the building um they were brought uh so they set up the party room yep. um on the main floor uh there were nurses from Sunnybrook. Sunnybrook, I believe. Sunnybrook. And, it, and this was part of their the mobile unit. Yes. The mobile units who go to, I know they go to shelters and to obviously other supportive housing places. I think yeah. they, they were they part of long-term care as well? I'm not sure. I'm not, they didn't, okay. they didn't mention that, but I know yeah. they mentioned other cognitive settings. Yes. Yeah. So basically, so I'm considered because of the care I get, um, supportive housing where you know, the attendants, uh, the PSWs come up at set times, um, the 24 hours I'm considered congregate. Yes. Which is something I d- honestly didn't know until like, I've never heard of congregate settings until COVID. I was going to say, I don't know if we've ever even heard the word no, congregate, like I, ever. I've heard supportive housing for years, but congregate was like way over my head. So anyways, um, yeah, they, there was a setup downstairs and multiple nurses, basically. Um, and what ended up happening is 
I went down first. Um, they wanted to get all the actual clients done first. Um, so I went down. Man, the manager called me, said, come down. And I ended up being like the second person. So there were like multiple nurses. There was like a, there were like stations. And, you know, you go in, you fill out or you sorry, give them the forms. And they verify your health card. They verify your health card. I don't know. And then you go and you talk to the nurse and they do a screening. Yep. And then, then you get your vaccine. Um, so that obviously took a couple of minutes. And basically, cause there's like, there was, I basically described it as a fleet of wheelchairs. Yeah. When you went down, there, it there was, was, there was a fleet. Like it was, there was like probably 10 wheelchairs in it. And, it's Where the room is located in my building, like, there's not a lot of space. It's a narrow, narrow hallway. It's a very narrow hallway. The room itself is huge. Um, and it was actually great that we have that party room because they were able to, like, socially distance everyone. They had markers on the floor. Um, so, you know, so after I got my vaccine, they make you wait 15 minutes. Yes. Um, and it, they actually, like, timed it like they i was really like shocked at like how like to the t they were they wrote down the time that i was like i got the vaccine and they actually had a timer and they wrote down what time you could leave yes that was basically the process and the reason why they want you to wait the 15 minutes is to make sure that you have no adverse reactions because they say that the majority of adverse reactions are going to happen within the first yeah, 15 minutes yeah so um I honestly, it was funny because I, when I got my vaccine, of course me, I decided because it was a big deal, I wanted to take a selfie. So I took a selfie. I didn't actually, I should have brought the, no, probably would have. The, the stick would have cluttered the up. Yeah, it would have gotten in the way. But anyways, I, I, I didn't even feel them jab me with the vaccine. Because I was too busy taking a freaking selfie. Yeah. Um, or multiple selfies and sending them to my family um, mm-hmm. and friends. But um, because, like, honestly, it was a big freaking day. Like, there was something about getting the vaccine that... And I know it's not over. Like, COVID's not over. We're, we're a long way from being over. But I think what you're what you're saying is that... Getting at least one dose of vaccine, seeing that there's vaccines that are here, relieves some of the fear. Exactly. And I've said this all along. Like, you know, the vaccine, even the first dose, relieves or at least alleviates a lot of the fear that me personally, like we both have had. At least from a psychological standpoint. Exactly. Exactly. And and, and I've said this to multiple people. It, this is really our only true way out of COVID is the vaccines. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention. So after um, I got the vaccine, they, they actually didn't book our second dose because, as I'm sure everybody knows, there has been a terrible shortage. There, there's no guarantees about supply yeah. and which vaccines are coming when. Exactly. So rather than give people the false hope of, you, you know, you're going to come back in four weeks or six weeks or eight weeks. Yeah. They're telling you the maximum is 16 weeks. So, which is four months, which is a lot of people who are booked already have been booked for the four months. 
I was told that likely it will be less than four months. I hope it will. Um, but we don't have actual dates. Um, most people I know, though, do. Even people who went, like, after us. The thing is, it, I think it really just depends on what, how you're do, how, what agency is doing your vaccinations and how your vaccinations are being set up. In our case, what they said to us is, we're going to tell you 16 weeks, it will likely be less. And it'll be very much in the same way that these vaccines were administered. They'll come, they'll set up the clinic in the room, and that's, and we'll get called down the second time to get our vaccines. Oh, there, I had, I was, I felt fine after it hurt. It, so it didn't hurt when they actually administered the vaccine, but like the, vaccine spot hurt um, for about two days. I want to say about two days. And it was just in that spot. Like, my whole arm didn't hurt. It was just literally in the injection site. You want to talk about how you felt? Oh, yeah. Well, mine was basically the same thing. I had I had a sore shoulder for about a day or so at the injection site. And the first night, we both got headaches for a little bit. Actually, I think it was, was it the second night. Was it? Oh, it might have been the second night. It was the second night, and it was the weird, like, they weren't normal headaches. I Like, this is how I described it. It was like, it was like a weird twinge. It wasn't a full-blown headache, but it was just enough to be annoying. I took an Advil. You did not. No, I just slept it off when we went to bed. But yeah, and that was basically it, and we've felt okay since. No issues physically, no weird ailments. You know, knock on wood. Everything's good, and we'll get closer to... Hopefully our second dose is soon. I'm hoping uh, that we don't have to wait the four months because that blows. I also want to talk about, because there have been, a, there's a lot to be said about the rollout yeah. of the vaccine, vaccines in general, and um, how it's been handled. Canada and Ontario very specifically Ontario. Ontario specifically because we, has been a shit show. We can't really speak to the rest of the country. We live here in Ontario, so that's what we're going to be able to speak to. Yeah. We were told initially in January that we were going to get it. That didn't happen. Like, I feel like every day something's changing. Whether it be supply, whether it be the, um, the way the vaccines are being administered, whether it be the ages of people that they're being administered to. Whether you're doing pop-ups in what they've now deemed postal code hotspots. One of the things that makes me crazy, and luckily we didn't have this issue. For instance, my sister is a teacher. She just got hers today, um, the day we're recording this. And um, she can get it, but my brother-in-law can't get it. And I have an issue with that because it's like, what is the point in vaccinating one member of the family, one member of a household, when the other person can get sick. Well, no, and that's why the way that they had set it up with the age restriction is a little bit backwards. Like, as much as there's people going, why are they going to specific hotspots vaccinating everybody in a hotspot? Mm -hmm. But to me, that makes more sense, because if you live in an apartment or a house in that hotspot, everybody who's eligible in your house... Can get can get the vaccine at the same time. Exactly. That actually, to me, makes more sense. Exactly. So, they're, they're <laughs> I'm trying to think of what other 
fun little issues or been there's like that one makes me crazy about because and we've heard it from so many people who it's like yeah i've gotten the vaccine but my spouse hasn't gotten it and that to me is completely backwards because then what's the point yeah you're not you're not allowing the vaccine to really do its work you're not building up herd immunity in the right way and i don't understand why this why this particular government or this province has done everything by age rollout everything is yeah. that whole thing about every couple days up until recently now that we've got into the, some of the lower ages at 50 plus there was points when they started at 80 and lowering it they were lowering it every you know four or five days as far as the eligibility was concerned yeah. because the people weren't booking appointments well then now you have the issue too of people are scared to get AstraZeneca yeah right um because of the blood clots and stuff um and i get it uh but then you think of like it's been used a lot in other parts of the world and really if you average it out how many people are really having that issue like less than less than half a percentage yeah you have to look at it it's also the way that i i'm gonna say this we're meaty people but I'm completely willing to blame the media for the presentation and for the way the stories yep. have been told in regards to AstraZeneca and other vaccines. It's, oh my God, oh my God, one person got blood clot or six people got blood clots out of millions and millions of doses yeah. without really giving, you know, fair reporting to the fact that it's such a tiny, tiny percentage of people. It's unfortunate that that the vaccines are like this, but no vaccine's going to be perfect. Well, it's it's funny because, like, you know, there's been jokes about how people are, you know, you, normally with vaccines, you don't care about the brand. You don't care about any of that stuff. With co- the COVID vaccine, though, like, it's like, oh, which one did you get? Like, people that's care. the first question people ask you. People care. People totally care, and it's the strangest thing. Like, it, like COVID has brought about like some just bizarre behavior. Like, people are totally, you know, and this has been a problem: is that people are trying to pick and choose which vaccine to get. And at the end of the day, the way I see it is, a vaccine, regardless of what it is, is a vaccine. Is a vaccine a vaccine? It's going to work. And like any drug. There's going to be the chances of there being some kind of side effect. It's like anything. Well, and that's the whole thing. At this point, it's just get you want to get as much vaccine into people as you can because there is no as of now there is no treatment for COVID. There's no medicine. No. There's no there's no hospital treatment. There's no nothing. There's this vaccine or nothing. Exactly. So what they've done in Ontario and I think most of Canada. They've now lowered the age of eligibility for AstraZeneca to 40. Yes, and this was just announced, like, in the last couple of days. Yes. So, yeah, it's 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 interesting. And I feel like every day, whether it's politically driven or because – and I actually think it is because, you know, they're getting a lot of – Angry. Angry. But I, but I also think, though, in the case of the AstraZeneca vaccine, because it's not a frozen vaccine, mm-hmm. there there was a lot of talk that it might expire. All, and AstraZeneca has been mostly given out through the drug, the pharmacies. Yes. And the pharmacies were very concerned that this vaccine was going to expire without it being used. 
And that was part of the reason that, at least in Ontario, why that age has been lowered. Yes. Cause you, the last thing you want is to waste vaccines, especially right now when people are wanting it so ba- so badly. Um, because this, this is the issue with doing an age group. If there's enough people that don't want it, just go down to the next group. Yeah. Or start giving second doses to people. Well, and that's the thing. And, like, you know, I uh, the PSWs here, like, at this point, they are now at six weeks? Six. Oh, yep. Six. six I, almost seven. No, six weeks. Since their first dose. So they would be eligible under the most basic Pfizer yeah. computation to get second doses if there's vaccine available. But as far as I can tell, they they haven't been... Nobody's been booked for anything. No, no not for the second heard. vaccine, which heard. is crazy. Because Pfizer seems to be the one vaccine that, other than the one little blip they had earlier in February, is shipping every week and arriving every week in large quantities. Exactly. So that was why I was sort of worried about the Moderna vaccine, because we're not getting them as... Readily. Yeah. It's not as readily available. So, at the end of the day, you and I both understand the importance of getting this vaccine. This really is our only way out of COVID. Like, getting our lives back for everybody to get their lives back. And I've said this a million times. I am (laughs) pro-science. Pro-vaccine. You know, I've, like, my entire life has been, you know, I've had to depend on medicine and science my entire life. And as far as I can tell, it hasn't, it hasn't, uh, hasn't failed, failed me yet. at no. all. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we were able to get the vaccine. Now we're just waiting for our second dose. Hopefully it's sooner rather than later. Do you want to add anything to... I really, at this point, I just want to encourage everybody who's listening, who's able, who's healthy enough to, who's eligible as soon as they can to go get a vaccine. I know this may sound like a total PSA, but right now, I kind of don't care. (laughs) Um, Because at the end of the day, this is going to save lives. And, you know... Just trust science, people, please. Um, I like go, I'm go science, go. Yeah, like I'm at the point. Like we're all exhausted. I get it. We're exhausted. Well, the only way out of this is get the damn vaccine if you can. Now we're not saying to people that are you know have disorders or anything to put their own lives at risk. That's not what we're saying. If you're healthy and eligible, yeah. When your turn comes. Please, for the sake of your own family, for the sake of family members that you might have that can't get it. Exactly. Go get it. Please. All right. Thanks, Sean, for coming on and talking about this with me. Um, this is, yeah, totally it was something I, we felt we needed to talk about. Uh, thanks for uh, listening, and uh, I'll be back next week. Uh, the Ling Podcast is available on all major streaming platforms and on the Ling website at thisisling.com. If you have any questions, comments, or have any episode ideas you want to shoot my way, please email me at info at thisisling.com. See you next week. Bye.